Hey everyone, Bob WP, episode 127, and do the woo. You've been hearing a lot of me just talking at the beginning because I've been doing some of our events as podcasts, but it's nice to have Mendel back, that that delightful little voice that chimes in and gives us such insights. Hey, Mendel. Hi, Bob. How are you doing? <laughs> well, you, you said I was a delightful little voice. So I was being a delightful little voice. I didn't know I was little. Um, I got nothing. Hey, what's your favorite fruit, Bob? Man, I like a lot of fruits. That's a tough one. Really like watermelon. Watermelon. Grapes, berries, oranges. You like the waterier fruits. Yeah, I do. I like I like juiciness. Hmm. You know, yeah. I'm a kiwi guy myself. Ever since I was a little kid. Oh, really? But I I learned I learned later on in life that you can chop it up and eat it with the fur on. I didn't know that. I always oh. thought they were a pain. Uh, but now now I eat them with the fur. Next step is eating the 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 ends of them. But you know mm. what? People didn't come here to hear about fruit. Um, anyway, why don't you get the show started for, for us, Bob, so we can get into, uh, hanging out with our, uh, sweet, sweet new guest. Cool. I will do that shortly, but first a little shout out to our pod friends. Of course, without them, we wouldn't be doing the woo first up 10 up elastic press from 10 up. It's a great solution for you or your client's WooCommerce store. It's incredibly fast search support, faceting, and autocomplete. Gives your customers or your clients' customers the experience they expect. Just use the promo code DOTHEWOO at checkout for 10% off your first six months at elasticpress.io. And we have a Wayflyer. Interesting way to get some extra funding. So if your clients are looking for some additional funding for either marketing or inventory, they are helping Woo shop owners with their direct-to-consumer merchants and improve their cash flow to accelerate growth through revenue-based financing. They're the only trusted funding partner on WooCommerce Marketplace. So, yeah, check them out, wayflyer.com. It's easy to sign up, and it may be the solution. You know, it could be for yourself or, like I said, it could be for your clients. And, you'll, you know, you'll get some kudos from your clients if you pass them on. So, Hey, Bob, do you, do you remember that song, by the way, uh, The Electric Slide? I think somebody should uh, reinvent it in a geeky way and call it The Elastic Slide. Um, and do an elastic press sort of jam. Just saying. Yeah. Was the electric slide like from the seventies? I don't know. That was, that was before my time. Uh, Cause I probably don't know if it's not from the seventies. I forgot everything since the seventies, you know, I quit listening to music. <laughs> well, we, won't, we won't talk about why. We won't talk yeah. about why. All right. Well, um, cool. I'll stop interrupting uh, okay. and, and let you introduce our fabulous guest today on the show and i will do that and we will yeah we will start rambling off in different directions david from peach pay welcome to the show yeah thanks for having me i was wondering if uh, you guys were going to tie the the fruit bit into peach pay i was about to uh applaud your cleverness oh man you know you lost your opportunity there mendel golden opportunity right there I would say you did, Bob, because you didn't say peaches were your favorite fruit. I'm just saying. Oh, so that's why. Okay, I see what you were leading. You know, it really is, but there's such a short season that I forget about them. But I just bought my first peach. Those stone fruit, man, they, um, short seasons. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, peaches are, yeah, peaches are good. So back to Peach Bay, David. 
<laughs> Man, this is all fruit and everything going on here today. Uh, David, how do you do the woo? <laughs> yeah, I do the woo basically the same way everybody at Peach Bay does the woo. And that's by doing my part to uh, democratize one-click checkout. You know, we, we, we really believe that uh, this is something that's quite overdue, at least in, since 2017. Really, there's, there's no excuse for this not being ubiquitous. Um, and so, um, you know, we're really focused on the, the WooCommerce ecosystem. You know, we, rather than trying to uh, uh, jump on as many e-commerce platforms uh, as possible, we're really doubling down and trying to build high and just focused on WooCommerce. Hey, David, so before we get into all of that, because Peach Bay um, is part of who you are today, Peach Pay probably isn't part of who you were ten years ago. So, um, how'd you get how'd you get involved with uh, WordPress? Um, how'd you how'd you come to Woo? What's what's your origin story? And you're not allowed to mention the word Peach Pay at all um, uh, in in that origin story because I think uh, people would love to know. Yeah, sure. Um, so ten years ago, I was quite young uh, and, and I did not know of WordPress, but I did find out about WordPress um, pretty much my last year of high school when um, I was helping out with this uh, this YouTube channel called The Armchair Historian, interestingly enough. Um, I was always very much into history. This uh, the, the channel creator was a, was a friend of mine, and uh, ultimately uh, I helped grow the channel from about 30,000 subscribers to 500,000 by the time I left, um, which was early 2020. It's an interesting problem that uh, historical content creators face on YouTube. You know, the the YouTube algorithm flags a lot of content as sensitive for advertisers. And so there had to be some sort of solution to this dilemma that a lot of these content creators faced. Um, And, you know, without getting into too many details uh, about why this was a, uh, you know, a good solution, we decided to create a WordPress site where these videos would be um, played in their entirety. Because oftentimes a lot of these videos, they had to be modified in some way so that they were more advertiser friendly. And so that meant indirectly um, censorship in a way, or at least that's what people would, would call it, right? So, um, you know, this was a site where content creators and we amassed a, a, a whole bunch and the, the site is still live actually. It's called armchairhistory.com. Uh, and... Um, so, you know, this is this 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 uh, site just uh, was an amalgamation of a bunch of historical content creators who otherwise produce content on YouTube, but also on the site. You know, they didn't have to worry about these restrictions that were otherwise imposed on them. And, you know, I was leaning pretty heavily on Elementor and helping to create it. You know, I was a complete uh, newbie. You know, I was able to learn. And, um, you know, ever since then, I've kind of had my my eye on WordPress. Okay, and so um, just kind of walking you through that history a little bit more, um, you uh, you were heavily involved with this this website, um, armchairhistory.com, Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's armchairhistory.com. Um, and then uh, and then at some point you decided that uh, you were interested in commerce, and then at some point you decided that you would go and build a one-click solution for WooCommerce. And at some point after or before that, you decided that um, it would only be for um, WooCommerce and it wouldn't be for Shopify or um, other 
uh, Magento, other platforms, right? Um, so I'm curious, uh, what bridged you between um, our armchair historian and uh, or armchair history, um, and then uh, to e-commerce and eventually um, Peach Bay? Yeah, I think trying to come up with some narrative would just uh, uh, be pure narrative fallacy. I would say, you know, it's <laughs> it's kind of disconnected in a way. It's kind of happenstance. Um, but I, one, one thing I do want to clarify is that, um, you know, I think Chris Lima did a great job illustrating why it's important that these, obviously, Peach Bay is not the only one click checkout solution out there. Um, and Chris Lima did a great job illustrating why uh, it doesn't really make sense um, for these one click checkout uh, solution providers to just be focused on one ecosystem. So, you know, we do have plans to, to be on other ecosystems as well. Um, Shopify, not so much because they have shop pay and, you know, they keep payments very close to their chest. Um, but, you know, we do have a roadmap for other, uh, other platforms. And the, the logic is that, uh, the, the buyers don't really differentiate between platforms, right? Um, they, uh, they don't care if they're on Shopify or WooCommerce or Magento or what have you. Um, and you just want to maximize the chance that, um, uh, the buyer, uh, when they're shopping has seen, uh, this one-click checkout provider, PeachPay, um, before. Um, so that way they have access to the one-click checkout. Es essentially, so when I said that we're, um, you know, we're, we're focused on WooCommerce, doubling down on it and building high, uh, what I meant to say is that really we're, we're starting with WooCommerce and we want to get this market down. Uh, we want to get it right. And we want to make sure that PeachPay works with, um, you know, every merchant's favorite third-party integrations all the plugins, all the themes, all the site builders, and then move on to uh, the other platform. So we want to make sure we get this one uh, right first. We don't want to leave a bad taste in merchants' mouths. So before before I let Bob uh, jump in, even though this is clearly Bob's show, and uh, I'm just this um, Mendel show, I'm just hijacking <laughs> it. Um, I want to I, I want to step back really quick, and uh, because I think we glossed over, it, and there might not be a connection between. Um, uh, you know, what you were doing first with WordPress and what you were doing and what you're doing now with PeachPay. But I'm curious what the origin story of PeachPay itself is, right? Because clearly this was hatched out of some idea or you saw something else in the market and you wanted to improve on it or, or, or something, right? So, um, so I'm curious kind of what the origin story of, of, of PeachPay is independent of this connection with um, with, with your past. Yeah. And I, I'd like to add on to that because that's to, in that same line, it's kind of where did WooCommerce and the idea of one click come in? Did WooCommerce come in first? Did one click come in first or were they together at the same time? Which kind of ties into exactly what, um, part of what Mendel asked. Yeah. So WooCommerce did come first and, uh, essentially the, the origin story lies in uh, or the origin story can be traced back to the height of the pandemic, uh, you know, spring of 2020. Um, we were browsing um, uh, this uh, freshly set up online store, which happened to be built with uh, WooCommerce. And, um, you know, it was uh, some local retailer who set it up. Uh, they did not have an online presence up until recently. You know, this is kind of a classic story to, to come out of the pandemic, right? Obviously, there, there was this explosion in e-commerce and e-commerce accelerated by 5, 10, 15 years, right? 
Um, and uh, so this this merchant, um, you know, they kind of they they you know they were kind of forced to uh, to set up an e-commerce presence. They didn't think too much about it. Um, it was just sort of uh, you could see that it they they kind of scrambled to do it, and the checkout process was very very uh, poorly optimized, and it was incredibly frictional. Um, and in this case, this was an item that we really needed. Uh, and it took about 30, 45 minutes to actually uh, get through the checkout. And so that's when we realized like something's really wrong. You know, we had all had uh, pretty bad checkout experiences in the past, but nothing like this, nothing quite this frictional. Um, and um, sure enough, once we we turned to the web, you know, we, we looked at the numbers, um, we were seeing the effects of this um, made manifest mostly through the, uh, you know, the, uh, the whopping cart abandonment rates. A cart abandonment is at an all-time high. And so then, you know, after uh, quite a bit of research, we, we sort of identified cart abandonment as this, uh, this, this growing problem. Um, and we made the connection to um, a bad checkout experience, a frictional checkout experience, which I think, um, you know, not, not enough merchants, quite frankly, make that connection. Uh, you know, when, when merchants, uh, a lot of the time they're thinking about how do I reduce cart abandonment? They're thinking about the CRM email automation plugins, the ones that send the, the email reminders about, uh, you know, you left something in your cart. They're, they're not always thinking about simplifying the checkout process, making it as easy as possible. But, you know, we, um, we didn't think of one click checkout right away. In fact, the first iteration of the product, uh, was based on QR codes. And so we wanted to just put a QR code on people's sites um, and then have them download a mobile application. Uh, they scan the QR code and then they check out through the mobile app. And, you know, we still have the mobile app. This was all starting in 2020? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So this product is has uh, developed quickly. Yeah, quite, quite. Um, mm. And it was mostly because we were, um, you know, just trying to start as many conversations with merchants as possible, right? very much in keeping with, uh, you know, the lean startup model and building, iterating, building, iterating, um, trying to shorten feedback loops and get as much feedback as possible. And then that would inform our product development approach. Um, and, you know, the merchants didn't like it, not at all. Uh, they very correctly pointed out that, look, checkout is frictional. We understand that. But you're proposing that you force people to download an app and then you, you basically put up a barrier to checkout. Um, it doesn't make much sense. And so we realized, you know, we have to have some sort of web checkout. Pretty much as soon as we started building that web checkout, what came from that was essentially one-click checkout. And it's basically, um, we reached that point in January of 2021. Since January 2021, we've really been, you know, dead set on this vision of one-click checkout. And now, uh, you know, our mission is quite simply to to democratize one-click checkout. Cool. Where did... Along this way, I mean, you had the, the, I always, you, you're fresh, this project, I mean, this product is fresh in your brain and a lot of our listeners are creating their own products and, you know, struggling with them or, or trying to come up with ideas. When you looked at the ecosystem around what people were doing with checkouts, did you think, okay, this is the perfect time? Is this the time that it's starting to explode, but we have, you know, we have to make this unique in its own way. And we know that others are going to enter the market. 
Were there any hesitations, challenges beyond the QR code when you started moving into this? Yeah, sure. Um, so right away, we also realized that checkout is not the one-click checkout or just a simple, well, at the time, a simplified checkout through QR codes. But then even with one-click checkout, it's not the end-all be-all. Um, it's really simplified checkout or, you know, in its most simple state, one-click checkout is just a product that lets you build a platform. And then what do you do with that platform? Uh, our view is that, you know, post-checkout is also very important. And when you look at ShopPay, you know, they simplify checkout and then they don't stop there. Uh, they have an app that, you know, lets you track orders and um, all sorts of stuff, right? So we kept developing this mobile app and, you know, to uh, essentially let you, uh, you know, browse your past orders and uh, even track your track your orders. But we realized that um, really the app didn't make as much sense and the post-checkout features didn't make as much sense to focus on in the absence of a network and pretty sizable ecosystem of buyers and sellers. Um, and so we decided to de-emphasize that bit uh, temporarily and just focus on the checkout offering. Um, and the idea is that you kind of, uh, you just get people to the aha moment of, okay, this simplifies checkout. And then as you introduce people into the uh, ecosystem, both buyers and sellers, then we unveil the app with, uh, you know, more bells and whistles um, and uh, something also that functions as a sort of catalog and lets you just browse by item, which is how people actually do browse, right? Mm -hmm. uh, most of the time they're looking up items, they're looking up item categories. So having this app sort of this place where as a buyer, you go on it to look up various, uh, like an item that, sh that you're looking for. And then a number of different stores come up and these are optimized for location, for you know, past preferences even. This is something, you know, just we're increasingly thinking about, um, even if right now we don't have that critical mass of buyers and sellers yet, but we're thinking about how do you, you know, how, how do you extend the benefits of a centralized system like Amazon with its very robust recommendation engine to a decentralized network with all its merits, uh, like WooCommerce? It's definitely interesting. And it's, it's also interesting because um, in a way, uh, so... So your your goal is to democratize um, one click checkout. Uh, I notice you make mention, and maybe maybe not in the kindest way, um, of fast and bolt um, on the um, on the footer of your website. I guess I'm curious. You know, aren't you in a way kind of splintering the the democratization when the um, the the entire process uh, is based on the ability of buyers and sellers to be in the same um, ecosystem, right? So you're kind of pulling off from those, those other ecosystems um, uh, for, your, for your piece of the pie, which don't get me wrong, um, business is great, right? Um, and, and building a product is awesome. And, uh, um, and, and, and competition obviously, you know, drives markets. So that's, um, so that's awesome. But uh, but I'm curious kind of what the long term goal of Peach Bay is to help democratize instead of splinter the the ecosystem. Mm. Really, right now, we think it's just worth focusing on the, the one click checkout offering again as a sort of product that lets us build this this network, at which point the possibilities are really limitless. 
so, you know, right now our mission is very much democratized one-click checkout, but in the future it will be simply to, you know, free up the bandwidth that a merchant uh, will increasingly have to devote to checkout optimization. Uh, because the truth is that, you know, there are also customers and offerings that they're better suited to upselling and cross-selling, which by definition introduces some friction, right? Or, um, you know, buy now, pay later type of solutions, split pay solutions, of which there are no shortage, right? You know, increasingly, there's, I think very much that there's going to be this situation where merchants are agonizing over, well, you know, which payment methods do I show on my product page and cart page and checkout page? You know, we have some merchants right now already kind of um, being aware of all these different solutions and methods of uh, letting people pay and trying to just do everything and not making any trade-offs. And that's possibly the worst thing you can do because then it leads to the situation where it's paralysis by analysis, right? Just way too many payment methods. It just looks like way too many payment methods on a, on a product page and it confuses people. It, it just it doesn't look good design-wise at all. And so uh, increasingly merchants will realize that they have to make these trade-offs and we want to kind of uh, take that burden off their shoulders. You know, that is, um, that's more, you know, a long-term uh, plan and uh, it requires steady inflow of data um, and it really requires this sort of network that would allow us to essentially pair the the right type of checkout experience with a certain buyer. You know, it's and that that essentially is uh, that makes us more an identity management solution. But you know, in the meantime, I would say that you know you, you go on a random e-commerce site and you simply don't find one-click checkout that often. Something that uh, you see a lot on WooCommerce is like the site-by-site one-click checkout. Uh, solutions. So you have one-click checkout for this site if, as a returning customer, or, you know, obviously if you create an account, you get that same experience. You can check out much easier if you create an account, but um, it's about building the network, right? It's about giving someone access to one-click checkout when they've never been on your store before. And that in itself, I think, um, you know, is worth focusing on right now just because you don't see it. And in all seriousness, you know, you know, what we have on our site is just um, fun and games and, in reality, I mean, you know, we do have respect for the the Bolt and Fast teams, especially Bolt. I mean, they've been in the game since, uh, I think, 2014, and they have their own payment processor. And uh, so we have relationships with, with some members of the Bolt team. We've, we've had multiple conversations. In a way, it's kind of a good thing that there's at least three of us, and I'm surprised that there aren't more, quite frankly, uh, because, you know, as I spoke about earlier, uh, the problem of cart abandonment is very well known, but then checkout optimization as a solution is not usually connected to that problem. And so it's we actually we found it to be a good thing that uh, you have these uh, you, there's three players, including us, uh, evangelizing this concept of one click checkout and connecting the problem to the solution. Yeah. Like I mentioned, competition is is um is usually always good i i guess you know what what would be cool in light of this this mission uh would be to see you leverage um the apis of these other companies and to tap in to the communities and the ecosystems that they're building in addition to your own and and work together instead of building against um because i think that um, at least if democratizing is, is, is the goal, right? Um, if, if democratizing, uh, if, if, if building an ecosystem and a company and, and, 
and all of that um, is is more the goal, um, then then that's that's awesome too, right? But um, but you know, as I think about it, I think you know, I really don't know who to go with, right? Like like I don't do I go with um, you know the the older player? Do I go with the new hotness, or do I go with you know the one that's democratizing, right? Um, and and so you know, I I know that there's ecosystem uh, already in. Uh, in Bolt, there's there's a growing ecosystem in Fast. There's um, and and there's a um, a new but burgeoning uh, ecosystem uh, being created with with PeachPay. I assume that part of uh, WooCommerce's or Automatic's investment in PeachPay is meant to accelerate uh, some of the growth in in that in that ecosystem. So uh, I'm curious um, what you know what kind of uh, investment uh, WooCommerce and Automatic are, you know, are providing as far as, you know, um, uh, skills or advice or opportunity or, um, you know, growth opportunity. I know that you're kind of the, the growth hacker of, of the company, right? Um, so, you know, what, what sort of opportunities are they unlocking? Uh, and is that going to help pull you uh, in front of uh, these competitors, because I think you know when you have a small group of competitors and they're all pretty known in the space, um, it can get fierce, right? Like you're just you're just playing with market with market share, and you know you can say uh, you know we're faster, or we're better, or whatever. But at the end of the day, um, you know we're talking about like microseconds at this point, right? Like, right. So it doesn't you know, faster, does that mean a whole lot? I don't know, you know, depending on how, how quick the, the computer is that is loading the, you know, the JavaScript on the front end, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. It could be faster, it could be slower, who knows, right? So, um, so yeah, how, how are they kind of, how is your new, um, congratulations, by the way. Oh, thank you. But, uh, but yeah, how is, how is your new partnership or your new, um, uh, relationship with WooCommerce and Automatic helping to accelerate the, the product and the growth. Yeah, so obviously this is the very picture of a strategic investor, right? I mean, we couldn't ask for a better investor uh, in the form of the WooCommerce team, the team you know behind the ecosystem that we're servicing. Um, but right now, conversations are very fresh. You know, we're all very excited about the possibilities. But obviously, um, you know, it's up to us. It's up to the the PeachPay team to really find product market fit, and even um, even an investor as strategic as WooCommerce will not let, will, will not give us product market fit. We have to go and find it on our own. And as for the WooCommerce team, I mean, obviously they have no shortage of uh, responsibilities and different initiatives and projects that they're juggling. And checkout is just one component in that, frankly. So it sounds like this is more of a, a monetary contribution rather than a, like a, like a talent or a, or, you know, sometimes people will, invest in companies and then they provide some sort of guidance uh, or mentorship to that to that company um, as a result uh, but it sounds like this is mostly hey we need resources to to keep keep our product um, going in the right direction uh, and so that was kind of the role of, of WooCommerce in this situation I think that remains to be seen because yeah on one hand they can help us achieve uh, things a lot faster than we would otherwise achieve. Um, but also once we get bigger, then obviously then there's even more we could do together potentially. Yeah, that makes sense. But then to, you know, to answer, um, an apt question you posed about, you know, what do I go with then? 
there, there's three. Um, maybe there could be way more, uh, but three is already enough to give you pause and consider which do I go with as a merchant. I mean, one thing to consider, you know, right off the bat is that Bolt obviously services merchants. Their whole mission is to democratize commerce. Funnily enough, the, the same mission uh, statement as as WooCommerce, right? But they're only servicing merchants that are making about three million dollars plus in, in annual GMV. Um, and so, really, this disqualifies the vast majority of merchants, right? This is uh, th- these are the you know the hotshots, really. These are the the merchants that um, represent a, a small minority in the WooCommerce ecosystem, particular particularly. And then, you know, as for choosing between Fast and uh, PeachPay, uh, that might give you further pause. Um, but really what it comes down to is, is the product delivering? Um, you know, does it integrate with this, this plugin that I can't go without? And so that's what we're working very hard uh, to, to ensure is the case that, you know, merchants don't have to make any trade-offs. They're using a discount plugin. They're using some color swatch plugin. Uh, they don't have to forego using that plugin just to use PeachPay. We absolutely do not want that to be the case. Got it. So that 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 relates to your starting focus on yeah uh, exactly on WooCommerce exactly. rather than focusing on a, a broader set. So you're you're looking towards full compatibility um, uh, as far as layout, as far as functionality, as far as discounts, as far as all that stuff goes in the checkout with WooCommerce. Um, and then moving on to other ecosystems as as you've built that out. So that's precisely what I meant by building tall, right? Yeah. Making sure that we're there's there's so many. There's I think um, two thousand theme, two thousand WooCommerce specific themes, one thousand WooCommerce specific plugins, but obviously a whole bunch of plugins that are being used by WooCommerce merchants, which maybe aren't deemed WooCommerce specific. Um, and so to integrate with all those, or to make sure that we're compatible with all those. Obviously, all of them don't need custom integrations because there's just no reason for there to be some sort of clash. But you, we do have to do the due diligence and we take it very seriously. And then uh, on top of that, um, you know, we're built on top of Stripe. ShopPay is built on top of Stripe. WooCommerce Payments is built on top of Stripe. Fast is built on top of Stripe. They got an investment from Stripe. Lead investor, right? You know, unlike maybe some of these other solutions, we're not... Um, just betting on this one pony. I mean, we're we're going to be integrating with other payment providers as well. I know a favorite on the show, PayPal. I mean, it's, it's next on our list. It's huge and it's competing. Uh, very, it's neck and neck with with Stripe, right? On the in the WooCommerce ecosystem, both about eight hundred thousand active installations, so huge percentage of the market. We want to do more of these payment provider integrations because we've already spoken to a, a lot of merchants who would like to use PeachPay, but you know maybe they're not in one of those forty five countries or they don't have a bank account in one of those 45 countries where, where Stripe operates. So that's next on the list as well. Yeah, that's, su- that's super important um, is, uh, is being able to access funds, right? Um, and, uh, you know, I'm regularly talking with merchants in, in different parts of the world that don't have a payment provider and, um, and, uh, or have a payment provider that's not so great, right? Um, and so, uh, so, yeah, that's, that's definitely that's a cool opportunity. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, if um, obviously Bolt does already integrate with these other payment providers. They're they're very interestingly enough, you know, they have their own processor, but they're payment provider agnostic and it'll all integrate into the Bolt uh, checkout window. With Fast, I mean, I, I it, it remains to be seen, right? I mean, obviously Stripe uh, is this lead investor. And so are they locked into Stripe? We'll, we'll have to see. Interesting. Well, I'm going to uh, lead off the end of this with a question 
you have stepped into the ecosystem with a billion other people that did in 2020. It grew. And this community, which I, I deal with a lot and talk with a lot, is very unique, like WordPress and like any community. You enter it and there's things to be discovered. It's like opening a door at a conference and stepping into, you know, 50,000 people and where do I start? Just briefly, maybe tell us a little bit about what you learned stepping into this ecosystem. What was that experience? What did you go and smooth or were there some hiccups along the way? Yeah, I think um, there's a temptation to go fast, right? We definitely succumb to that temptation. And um, obviously it's built into fast name as well. I'm sure that you know, that's, it, it, it's a priority for them or, or has been, maybe they're seeing things differently now, but we found that what's important in this ecosystem is trust and legitimacy and uh, talking to, you know, talking to people like yourself, you know, who are trusted sources in the community. Trust just simply goes a long way. It's a currency of its own in most communities, but I'd say particularly, you know, WooCommerce and WordPress. And so, you know, we would, um, just try to, I'd say like a mistake that we made um, would be to go out and badger a lot of people, including, <laughs> including yourselves, right? Both, both of yourselves, uh, I'm sure, uh, you know, also uh, we're the target of this. And um, that's, it's simply not the right approach. I mean, trust um, takes a, a little while to build here and rightfully so, because, you know, as a WordPress plugin, you actually have a lot of leeway, a lot of leverage, you know, WordPress doesn't support some of these finer permissions. It's, it's as simple as that. And so you have like, you have a lot of power as a WordPress plugin developer to quite frankly, screw things up either intentionally or unintentionally. Um, and so, you know, we were trying, we were just banging our heads against the wall, seeing why nobody um, uh, wanted, nobody was moving at the same pace as we were, but we realized why that was. We, we realized the folly of going, you know, hundred miles per hour in a, in a 25 mile, uh, uh zone. So, <laughs> you know, you have to essentially take your time, at least get the conversation started is what we found and then build that trust. You know, that's why also the, we push so hard for this investment is because, uh, for a few fresh faced upstarts, um, that legitimacy can be hard to come by. And so that's why, you know, this investment I'd say, uh, already, uh, it transcended, you know, just purely a, a monetary transaction. You know, as we discussed earlier, there's a, there's a lot of leverageable overlap, but even um, above that, just from the get go, what it gives us is the legitimacy to start a lot of these conversations, and that that's very important. And um, you know, we've just come to understand that uh, it really makes sense, particularly with these bigger sites. You know, they're running a lot of plugins. There's there's a lot of uh, custom coded features and whatnot to account for, and so. Uh, we simply realized that, you know, the rabbit hole just goes far deeper than we initially thought. And we were maybe a little naive at first and thinking that it would be trivial for a developer to give our plugin a shot and to put it on a merchant site, see how it goes. We realized that it would be very important for us to demonstrate that we can integrate with all these different third party, uh, you know, plugins. And we know what we're doing. We're, we're proven uh, WordPress developers and whether it's a merchant or a developer, uh, the, the plugin suite will seamlessly integrate with PeachBay. Yeah, I think trust is super important, right? People people do, I, I say this a lot in a lot of places, right? People do business with people they trust. Um, 
with with payment providers, you know, people do business, uh, especially with people they know and trust. And when you're inserting yourself in between the payment provider um, and the card experience, um, that trust is even more important, right? Because there's exactly. a potential for hijacking data. There's a potential for, um, a, a, you know, a problem with the plugin or something like that. Uh, to be clear, I'm not saying that you're doing any of that. Um, uh, I'm just saying that these are concerns that people have when um, when you're when you're sitting in such a critical space, right? Um, or just the plugin malfunctioning, right? And and causing somebody to lose revenue, um, uh, you know, precious dollars because because their their checkout isn't working. Um, and so it's uh, it's cool to hear that you have um, a, a focus on building that trust and um, and also uh, making sure that the the plugin um, uh, is, is functioning well and that your relationships continue to expand to, to offer more opportunities in more countries for, for, uh, for merchants. So, so that's, uh, that's all, it's all good to hear. And, uh, as, as Bob always likes to say, uh, that's all folks. Uh, no, he, he, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end, <laughs> I'm gonna end the show, um, unceremoniously, right? Um, uh, but before um, we talk with you about how people can find you online, um, I uh, I wanted to quick give a shout out to our sponsors, um, uh, Wayflyer. Don't forget to check out Wayflyer. They specialize in revenue-based financing to help your clients with their marketing inv- and inventory at wayflyer.com. That's W-A-Y-F-L-Y-E-R.com. And 10up. They, uh, they're the creators of Elastic Press, um, and uh, they, they help you get the right search solution. It's a no-brainer for you or your clients, WooShop. Uh, you can check it out at ElasticPress.io. Um, I won't spell that because it's, it's easier to spell. But uh, I want to thank you so much, David, for, uh, for being on, answering the hard questions, and contributing something back to the uh, WooCommerce space. And uh, and David, tell us where people can find you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It was, it was my pleasure. And people can find us at uh, peachpay.app. You know, all our socials and whatnot are on the on the website, but really uh, all the meat is on the website. So I, you can see for yourself how the, uh, the plugin works. And pretty soon we're going to be releasing a page with, you know, a lot of these third-party integrations I spoke of, which we know merchants take very seriously and developers take very seriously. So we have a whole um, revamped site coming soon as well. Cool. Well, Bob, thank you for once again, allowing me to ruin one of your shows. Um, It's been a pleasure and um, a a true honor to be a co-host with you today on this, the 127th episode of Do The Woo.